to another episode of Primal Athletics Radio. Today we're going to be talking about um, one of life's most consistent uh, pieces, and that's change. Um, Something that we all deal with. Um, Some of us are good with it, some of us aren't good with it. And kind of talking through maybe how to approach change and having uh, some tools to have a better relationship, Um, maybe a better perspective on dealing with change. Um, so taking some personal examples, um, maybe how we're dealing with change in our lives or how, how we've recently dealt with change in our lives, um, and then kind of blend that into the fitness realm. Yeah, so I think there's different like types of change in everybody's life. Like there's change that's like thrown at you, and then there's change that's like that you're intentionally trying to change. And I think those are kind of obviously approached different ways like um like in my case i have a big change coming up we're going to be parents uh hopefully really soon um any day now (laughs) but uh but yeah that's always like a big change and um and yeah it's like you know when we first found out it was like you know scary and exciting all at the same time and then it's then you then you get into like prepare mode and like Sarah, I think deals with change by like preparing like really well, like trying to um, control it as best you can, I guess. And um, and I'm more like mentally preparing. Like I try to like envision what it's like. I try to soak up any advice like from people that I kind of ad- admire or like see as really good parents. I, I you know spend some time like talking to them and doing research and. And, uh, yeah, just try, trying to, like, mentally prepare for uh, a big change coming up. Um, yeah. Yeah, I definitely agree that depending on the type of change, there's a different, you know, mindset going towards it. And, like, when you know you know what the change is going to be, mm-hmm. it's maybe a little easier to approach. Right. Um, maybe you don't know the specifics, like, what it's going to feel like to, you know, hold your child for the first time or any of that stuff but you at least have some context of when roughly and what the change will be yeah um so you can prepare and then there's also that um you know that change that smacks you in the face in life Mm -hmm. and how you can respond to that type of stuff and that that i think is a whole different set of tools um maybe like just being you know adaptable and um, being able to be a little bit of a, a malleable person so that, you know, when your circumstances change, you can kind of roll, as they say, roll with the punches, mm-hmm. right? And not be derailed um, by a change of circumstance. Right. Yeah. I think, um, like, you can prepare for change, but there's always <clears throat> stuff that you can't prepare for. And I think like training yourself to be able to take like a bird's eye view no matter what situation you are in is uh 
is a good a good way to deal with change to to take a step back and kind of take a breath and be able to look at how this change is uh going to affect your life and how to how to deal with it rather than maybe getting um emotional about it so whether it's a huge exciting change like you won the lotto or uh you know a horrible change like you lost your job or something like that um i think the first step is just taking like a step back bird's eye view and see how you can kind of tackle um tackle it in the best way i think another part of um like that type of change that might you know smack you in the face is being um prepared in terms of like you know keeping your your blade sharp so to say um so for me like coming into the gym every day and training uh in a stressful environment or putting my body in a stressful environment i'm developing tools in my mind to deal with that stress um albeit it's just exercise but the body doesn't necessarily know the difference so you're training yourself to you know adapt and overcome and be able to cope with stress um you know the fitter you are the better you are at coping with stress so i think that is also a tool that you can use to um you know go headstrong into change and if you have that underlying strength then you'll be much more resilient when something hits or something turns and you're not expecting it and um so i would say like for me that's almost my my first pillar when it comes to that type of change is like having good underlying you know mental fortitude because that's what's going to get you through uh changes if you're used to distress um then it's not like an explosion when it happens right and and the work the workout example um getting back to your routines as as close as you can is a is a good way too that kind of gets you back into um some kind of normalcy right which i think is is important so if you have some good habits like working out um reading any kind of good like habit that you do every day getting back to that as as quickly and um as best you can is is a good approach right and i think on the on the subject of mindset um, or, or perspective towards change that happens to you but not maybe not necessarily change you're going for um, could be like making keeping yourself in check so that you're not falling into a, a perspective of victimhood and like why is this happening to me as opposed to maybe this is happening for me mm-hmm. um, you know so just having that like when things change that means there's opportunities you know to do new things or to try new things um, even if you didn't want it necessarily, but it's a slippery slope that you could get into. Like this is happening to me or having a negative lens on it and feeling victim to life circumstance. But if you can do your best to ward that off and look at things as, you know, opportunistically as you can, I think that'll help you deal with change in life. Yeah, that's a good point. There was, that was, uh, that reminds me of, I think it was, I was listening to a podcast with Ben Bergeron. He was saying how, mental toughness isn't the the guys that like push extra hard through that last marathon and who who run that extra um, mile on a broken ankle like that's not mental toughness mental toughness is when um, when something is 
like thrown at you? Do you think about it all the time and does it like break you down? Um, do you worry about it? Like if, if like if, for example, if someone, you know, gives a, like posts something crappy about you on social media, does that like work you up for a couple of days and that's all you can think about? Or are you, or true mental toughness is blocking it out and realizing that it doesn't have an effect on you and moving on. And I thought that was, that was pretty cool. And so I think having that, that type of mental toughness helps uh, deal with any kind of change thrown at you. Yeah. It's kind of like, not to get too metaphysical, but Bruce Lee's whole idea of like, he always says, be water. And that's, you know, adapt to the circumstance. He used to use that as a, as a reference. Like if you put water in a cup, it becomes the cup. If you put it into a bowl, it becomes the bowl. So it's like that adaptability of when there's a change in circumstance, adapt to the, to the new circumstance and don't hold on to the old circumstance. Right. You know, and be fluid with it. Um, so there's that type of change, you know, that can come and rile up the storm. And then there's also, uh, you know, chosen change or change that you seek out in your own life. And I think that can be equally uh, as difficult for people. Even if it's something they want to change, they might have the same uh, issues with, you know, or they might have the same roadblocks getting through that change as well. Right. Yeah, and intentional change is, or intention, I would call it also like intentional growth. Um, That's it, hard to do, <clears throat> especially if you don't have something like pushing you um, to change. It's hard to change yourself because it's everybody likes kind of being comfortable where they're at. Um, I think that's the hardest part about intentional change is like, is actually doing it when even if you're comfortable. I'm going to take a brief segue um, into a plug um, for those of you who may have been on the Silverback program or people who might be interested in some extra programming um, just want to put out there this is Coach Tyler speaking by the way I will be offering an 8 week Olympic lifting cycle um, starting next week um, on Monday and it will be a similar format to the past uh, strength cycle that I just ran. So it'll be eight weeks, three times a week. Um, and a little different where we're going to do bi-weekly meetups. Given that it's Olympic lifting, we'll do some um, more technical skill stuff uh, with a coach there. So bi-weekly on the weekends, we'll do like a class. And then you'll have your three days a week to do the programming. Um, so if you're interested in that, feel free to reach out to me. And we'll get you signed up and started um, and get those PRs flying on the board. We had spoke beforehand about um, some people's biggest uh, weight that holds them back and when they want to change something is that they become personally identified with the thing that they are. So then they can't leave that to become the thing that they could be. Right? So it's like, I don't know, say you're... I don't know, say you're a basketball player and that's your whole life and then basketball's over and you hold on to the fact that you were a basketball player and that that's what you identify with so that keeps you from trying any other sport or that keeps you from, I don't know, maybe coming into a CrossFit gym and all you want to do is shoot hoop. Um, that, like, attachment to your identity of who you are or who you were can hold you back and keep, you know, that positive growth or that change from happening. And I saw that happen in my own life for a little bit when I finished 
um, playing football because that was a big part of my life for a long time. And then when I no longer had that, I didn't really know who to be for a little bit. And I like still found myself like oh, I was watching football and I was coaching football and I was thinking about it. And I was like, there's a point where you just got to like shed your old skin and move into a new one. Yeah. And uh, that's scary for a lot of people, but it's also extremely liberating when you do it and you realize that you you could do that in any direction whenever you want. Right. Like the human... Uh, I guess the human capacity for change is like unlimited. Yep. Even in a negative way, like people identify. So I'll, I'll try to explain this as best I can. But so like in a, like say an overweight person, for example, they kind of, um, there was a psychologist um, that I was reading about, like the psychology of being overweight. And um, um, they, were, they were explaining how when you're overweight, you can kind of use that as your identity and you can kind of get attached to like, oh, I can't do this because I'm overweight. I, I can't go hike. I, I can't find anybody to love me because I'm overweight, you know, and it's kind of that becomes who you are. And so when you when you have the opportunity to lose weight, um, a lot of people will like self-sabotage because they're afraid of like what what it will look like when they have lost weight like what are they gonna like they'll have nothing to hold them back and that can be really scary for um a lot of people um so fearing positive change is also um something that uh definitely exists um and i thought like when i when i heard that i was like wow that makes a lot of sense and i I was kind of the other end of the spectrum where i was like underweight and so I would, I would kind of use that as an excuse, you know, like, yeah. oh, I'm just a little guy. I can't do this stuff or yeah. I'm, I'm super skinny. You know? and, and so, um, yeah, like changing your identity, <clears throat> even if it's even if you you're not who you want to be, you still are kind of attached to that identity. Um, so the, like the whole psychology of of um, improving yourself can be difficult for a lot of people. Right. And it's it's amazing how like just from my own personal experience how again to use the same term how liberating it feels when you do finally take a step into something new and realize that you're not bound to who you think you are right you know and like there's a whole buddhist doctrine on uh, attachment and basically how attachment is the root of all suffering so like if you hold on to something so tightly that's that's what creates you know the um, dis-ease in your life is that attachment to who you think you are or attachment to you know maybe a physical thing um, but once you let go of that and realize that you are a lot more malleable than you think and there's a lot more uh, you know movement that's available it like just opens up the whole world because you, you're not stuck right yeah I think a lot of people think that they can't do something so whether that's like starting a business or being a parent or something when you're when you see like that brink of change on the horizon there's a lot of self-doubt and so um, just kind of diving in and doing it you realize like oh I can do this and um, and that gives you a ton of confidence Ralph Waldo Armisen said do the thing and you'll have the power and yeah. it's that simple 
ain't nothing to it but to do it. Yeah. Right? And then then you'll know. Right. And it's just like a muscle. The more you do stuff like that, the more confidence you'll have and the more open you'll be to jumping in and changing. Yeah. And I think as a coach, like especially, you know, as a full-time CrossFit coach, a big part of the job, aside from, like, having good content knowledge and being able to teach skills effectively and cue effectively is to be able to, like, usher people into that stream of change and like to see it see the potential that's there that they might not see and then put it in front of them and kind of dangle the carrot mm-hmm. and then support them in chasing the carrot right you know and it's like i don't know it's it's almost like a really subtle art that sometimes you don't even realize you're doing it but if you're an effective coach i feel like that's a big part of what you do yeah it's like you're like wow that person could be like I mean, in the CrossFit gym, that that person could have a really great squat. That person could be great at gymnastics. That person could lose X amount of weight. Right. And then you kind of, like, subtly edge them in that direction. Right. And support them and, and give the give them the things they need to go in that direction. And then it happens. It's, like, right. pretty awesome to see transformation like that. Yeah. And the more you you see it the more you can believe in people and i think when when people have that person in their corner that believes in them and is rooting for them and kind of knows that they can do it then that rubs off onto them and kind of gives them a little confidence so when we first opened up you know nobody had lost 100 pounds through our program and i was you know i knew people could do it but i wasn't like super confident about it and and then we've had you know a handful of people doing it now and so if if someone comes in that's you know needs to lose a ton of weight i know that we can do it and i know that they can do it if they stick to the program you know and so i think like like you're saying having a coach there can make a huge difference yeah and i think that's also a big part of the culture here like in general is it's like everybody comes here from more or less for the support of each other like there's not it's not like a dog eat dog type of competitive culture it's a support you in being better than you were yesterday culture right and like the coaches obviously facilitate that but even more so than the coaches like the members here facilitate that environment <clears throat> i think that's a big part of people's success um is having a community that you know welcomes change like if you lose 100 pounds everybody's going to be like dude nice job like right. keep it up it's not going to be um you know we miss the old right guy and it's and it's not like there's only a certain amount of gains that can be had like it's it's not that we're fighting for a piece of the pie we're all trying to make the pie bigger which is pretty exciting and that's a really important aspect of a positive culture yeah yeah i can't i can't say enough especially to to friends i may have or family members i may have that could use more uh, community and fitness and uh, health you know type of mindset in their life like how beneficial it is to have a community that supports it and even a coach that supports it because it's so much easier to bring it back to the the, I guess the core of what we're talking about today it's so much easier to change when there's people around you that believe you can change because maybe you don't believe yourself that you can change 
but if there's a group of 120 people there, like, we know you can because we've seen other people in this community do it, then it's like, it's not as hard to go through with. Right. You can convince yourself to do it. Yeah. And that's kind of anything. If you, if there's a the opportunity to have a, a coach or someone that's been down the path before you, like someone that's accomplished the change you want to see, then like seek them out because it's so worth it whether you have to, you know, pay them or, um, I mean, a lot of people just enjoy passing on wisdom and stuff, but um, putting the effort to find someone who's been there, whether that's, you know, finding someone that you think is a great parent or finding someone who uh, can help you lose weight or add weight to your back squat, find people who can lead you through it um, because it's worth it's weight and gold for sure yeah anything to add Zach you guys didn't know Zach has been here the whole time <laughs> he has, he's stuffed up though so he doesn't want kind of sitting this one out I'm on the tail end of a sinus infection <laughs> he doesn't want to sound nasal <laughs> all good stuff <laughs> that's that I think. I think that's it yeah so I'm going to end it on a uh, artistic note here I'm much too fast to take that test You got it, Bowie. Turn and face the strange. We'll see you guys next week.